Man. New Country 101.3 KFBI 540. JJ Monday. And I know, I know, a phrase you're going to hear a lot today is something like, oh man, weekend goes too fast. Or where did the weekend go? Or weekend's not long enough. Let's re, let's, let's rally. Let's reframe Monday to, you know, this is the start of a good week to have a good week, right? Do something special. Do something awesome. We got this. And summer is making kind of a comeback today, which I'm not a big fan of. Supposed to be heading for close to 90, maybe better today? No, do not want. Do not want. So, Summer, you can just just stop that right now. Hope you had a good weekend. Want to reach out to me? Want to say hello? Let me know what's going on. Maybe if you see some traffic going on or got something on your mind, got a question. Talk, text, 844-436-1013. You can even use that open mic feature. You can hit me up on the socials. I feel like that guy on the Dr. Rick commercial. What does slipping into the DMs mean? That sounds like fun. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) But anyway, if you want to reach out to me, there's plenty of ways to do it. On the socials, you can just look for JJ on KFDI on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check this out. That's Trending with JJ. Online now. Tamara Gonzalez of Wichita is the one responsible for putting crocheted outfits on the statues downtown with the whole idea of bringing joy and smiles, and it's working. Jan Wenner, co-founder of Rolling Stone magazine and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, has been removed from its board of directors after comments he made about black and female artists. A vote pretty much down party lines acquitted Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton of all 16 articles of impeachment. He returns to work today. After saying she got kicked out for enthusiastically enjoying the show, Colorado Republican Lauren Boebert is now apologizing after security footage that showed her vaping and engaging in lewd behavior at the performance of Beetlejuice last Sunday. And apparently, the stealth capabilities of the new $80 million F-35 fighter jet work too well. The Air Force has lost one. After a pilot ejected yesterday over South Carolina, officials are asking for the public's help to find it. Maybe they should have put an air tag on it. And that's trending. JJ Star's Spangled Salute. And today we honor Army veteran Caleb Morse. Caleb owns a shooting range and gun store in Louisiana. And it was an interaction with another veteran that gave birth to an idea. When his friend came to him and said he was in a bad spot, he asked if he could store his firearms at Caleb's shop. The idea was born to put more distance between the veteran having the mental health crisis and the loaded gun and that idea became the arm the armory project thank you caleb for helping other veterans and thank you for your service um there is a cup holder controversy in my house had to drop my vehicle off for uh, some maintenance yesterday and we're riding around in amy's vehicle and her cup holders are arranged differently than mine in my vehicle the cup holders are side by side so there's no real controversy there take the cup holder that's closest to you depending on whether you're driver or passenger however in amy's vehicle which i am currently driving uh, the cup holders are stacked front and back i believe that the driver puts their cup in the back cup holder and the passenger puts theirs in the front i did that and i thought amy's head was going to explode she's like what are you doing i'm like I'm, I'm I'm putting my I'm putting my drink in my cup holder. She said, "No, you don't do it that way." And she was explaining to me that the driver supposedly has to put them up top, and the passenger takes the bottom cup holder. I think she's wrong. 
I've posted a picture over on my Facebook, JJ on KFDI, and asked the question, who's right? Craig, see, this is why we're friends. Craig agrees with me. The rest of you are all Team Amy, which I have to question your judgment. But you can let me know. In a top-to-bottom arrangement of cup holders in the vehicle, who gets the top cup holder? The driver or the passenger? KJ's Country Music Minute. Today in country news. Here's what's happening in country. <laughs> Sunday marked what would have been Hank Williams' 100th birthday, and Alan Jackson paid the perfect tribute on socials by covering your cheating heart. Marty Stewart is mourning the loss of his beloved sister Jennifer. He asked for your love and prayers and for you to do something nice for someone today as a way to honor her memory. The verbal back and forth continues between Oliver Anthony and Cotton Eye Joes in Knoxville. Oliver canceled the show, blaming the high ticket prices being asked for the show. The owner of the venue said Oliver and his team knew about the ticket prices and verbally agreed to them. See, that's why you should get everything in writing. Tonight is the 16th annual ACM Honors, hosted by Carly Pierce. Some of your favorites being honored tonight are Tim McGraw, Chris Stapleton, Breland, and Hardy. It airs on Fox tonight at 7. Ashley McBride is talking advice like never run out of baby wipes. She also talks about the best advice she gave Lainey Wilson, which was basically a pay-it-forward message. And Maddie and Tay are releasing a new song to radio today called Heart They Didn't Break. It did smack us right in the face the first time we heard it. We were in a like pitch meeting kind of style room, and they played it. And as soon as the hook hit, friends that are there to fix a heart they didn't break, Maddie and I looked at each other like, oh, that's us. That, that's you for me, and that's me for you. Keep the country on all day. More country music news at KFDI.com and the 101.3 KFDI app. Now, Craig and Trudy say I'm correct. The driver gets the bottom cup holder. Rolanda says it's driver's choice. Since I was driving, I chose the bottom, so I think Rolanda's also team JJ. However, Karen and Keith and Harita and Billy and Twyla... Y'all are piling on at this point. Y'all believe that the driver takes the top and the passenger takes the bottom, so you all agree with Amy. I hope she's not listening. Okay, the car is my domain and the truck is his domain, so my car, my rules, his truck, his rules. Okay, that's a good way to look at it. Kind of approach it the same way as you do the radio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your car, so tell me, cup holder for the driver, top or bottom? Uh, I, do, I go with the bottom because I'm usually leaning my arm on the console. Thank you. See, that makes more sense to me, and, and, and you're absolutely right. You lean your car, you lean your arm on the armrest, which is closest to the bottom cup holder. That's the logical thing to do. So the rest of you are wrong. Nate Smith, who we just heard from, has a new cover out, which is turning into his next single, thanks to uh, the popularity he received when he posted it. It's a cover of Chasing Cars from Snow Patrol, and he talks about it. I didn't have a plan. Um, for like releasing it or even recording it at all. I just, I was on, I was on TikTok and I was like, you know, I haven't really done a cover yet. I'm not a huge cover guy, but I've always loved chasing cars. So I basically just found an instrumental version of it, put my vocal on it and started teasing it on TikTok and, and, uh, Instagram. I wouldn't even say teasing. I'd say, I just put it on there and people connected to it right away. I got a lot of text messages, um, on my phone, like, oh my gosh, I love your version of this song so much. This is really cool. And I was like, wow, I didn't really intend for anything to come out of that. Um, and then people started sharing it a lot and everything. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I think we have something here. So me and Lindsey Rhymes went into the studio and we, we cut the song with the best band in town. 
And it's, it's, I can't tell you, like, I've always loved that song so much. It just makes me feel something. But to be able to record it in a professional level, professional way was, was absolutely incredible. And I am so excited for people to hear this song. Let's go to Sedgwick and talk about this controversial story. We'll call it a, a toilet tantrum or a porcelain protest. You pick your alliteration, but I think it's absolutely ridiculous. This woman in Sedgwick, Misty is her name, who has a, has a old toilet out in her front yard off to the corner near some bushes. She's using it as a planter. She's got it painted like it looks purplish, pinkish, uh, and she's got some stuff planted in it. I don't have a problem with it. Apparently... A neighbor of hers does and reported her. She put the toilet out three days later. The, 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 the police, the authorities came by and said, yeah, you got to take it down. You got to remove it. She's like, no, I'm not. Here's the thing. And I agree with Misty. She doesn't belong to an HOA. It's not like if she were in an HOA and the rules stated that you cannot do stuff like this, you can cry First Amendment and freedom of whatever all you want. But you moved into a place with an HOA that said you couldn't do that. So you can't do it. But she doesn't live in an HOA. This is her property. And it's not offensive. I don't feel it's been reported by her neighbor as tacky. She is gaining community support who believe the toilet should stay. I love it. I think it's great. I think the toilet should stay too. Quite frankly, if it were a gazing ball, you know those gazing balls, those shiny round, they look like a crystal ball, but I, I, for whatever reason, I have such a response to those. I cannot stand gazing balls. Toilet and bathtub planters are awesome, Jarita says. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Ryan... Uh, she says, if it were me, I'd get a matching bathtub and sink to put it out there too. Pay my bills and property taxes, then you can have a say. I agree. Now, again, if it were offensive, that's one thing. I don't see how this is a nuisance. Uh, Karen says, geez, Louise, I've always wanted to have a flower garden. They're so awesome. To heck with the neighbor's thoughts. Already says the neighbor needs to mind her own business. Uh, again, the police are calling it a nuisance. How do you feel about it? Good morning, JJ, by the way. Morning. It's a lovely Monday. Yes. I was listening to that, and I would, since you don't, like you said, you don't live in an HOA, there ain't no rules, city rules stating that it can't be there, so I'll leave it and tell the neighbor that they'll have to deal with it. Yep. They could have just came to me and asked me nicely to remove it instead of filing a complaint. Yeah, for sure. Now, a complaint makes me just want to love to make you hate it even more. It's got to plant it. It's got to look good. Right. I mean, the plant is is helping our environment. It's it's filtering the air. It's 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 ornamental. You know, it's not like they're. Put- and she's recycling the toilet. Right. But now, and, and and look at yeah, she's upcycling and recycling the toilet so it doesn't go into a landfill. Now let's jump ahead a month. Let's pretend it was a Halloween decoration and someone put a skeleton or something weird in it. Oh, they think is darling. Oh, sure, exactly. Hi, KFDI. How do you feel about the toilet in the front yard? I think it's awesome, and I think she should like start up a drive and have people drop more toilets off. Hi, KFDI. So you said your parents had a toilet in their front yard? Yeah. So my parents live in Derby. And we were remodeling my sister and I's bathroom when I was little, and we put a toilet out because we were going to trash it. Um, Derby's very specific on what's in your yard, and they saw it, and they said that we either had to get rid of it or do something with it. And my mom turned it into a planter. <laughs> As her little silent protest. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. I think it's awesome it's yeah, absolutely. And this woman went as far as to paint it. It's not like it stayed the original white. She painted this really nice, colorful 
pinkish, purplish color. I think it was great. Exactly. It's awesome. Kara says, uh, JJ, it's not a toilet anymore. It's been repurposed as a planter now. There is no issue. I kind of agree. What about you? I used to have a bathtub in my vegetable garden. Okay. I had it full of dirt. We painted the inside of it red, and I put cherry tomatoes in it, and the redness made the tomatoes turn red faster. Great story, though, and I had no idea that red, something uh, like a red-painted planter, would help the tomatoes turn red faster. Is that like a proven scientific thing, or just happened to be a coincidence? True. My cherry tomatoes redder than everybody else's. Jason Kelsey, brother of Travis, uh, and um, it was a story about how much Jason spent on his kids and in his family to to get them tickets to the Super Bowl. His his little daughter, four thousand dollars, four thousand dollars, and he shared this story and how much of a freakout he had because his his thing was we're spending four thousand dollars on a ticket to the Super Bowl for a child who's not going to sit still and will run around and not pay attention to the game, but. Dad's playing in the Super Bowl, so and and so is the uncle. So I mean, yes, you do that, right? Now I think back to the most I have spent, the most I ever spent on my child when she was about that age for a an event, a sporting event, um, you know, something at an arena. I'm gonna have I'm I'm gonna have to say tickets to <laughs> tickets to Disney World. I'm just saying, just the tickets. Just the tickets to Disney World for those five days, you know, you're probably looking at about, uh, back then it was about a grand. Uh, so I'd say probably $1,000. Ballpark it for me at 844-436-1013. The most you have spent on your child for an event, whether it was a concert, you know, a touring event like, you know, Cirque du Soleil or a Disney on Ice thing, or or maybe maybe it was a trip. Maybe it was a football game. Maybe it was a Chiefs game. Maybe it was a Royals game. Most you spent on a child, most you spent on a ticket for your child for an event. Before we go any further on that, though, I want to I want to let you, yesterday's game, Chiefs, Jacksonville, Travis Kelsey was playing. Of course, the rumors of Travis dating Taylor Swift and announcer Ian Eagle understood the assignment. Low snap. Mahomes moving pocket. Mahomes floats it up. Caught. Touchdown, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey finds a blank space for the score. That blank space reference, the t- just well, well done. Well done. Now, how much have you spent on your child on an event, a, a, a sporting event, a ticket, a trip? You know, if I were going to add it all up, we're probably looking at like $3,500 or so for my daughter, Darla, when she was five, to go to Disney World. A trip I probably would not have taken if I knew the outcome was going to be she didn't remember. She didn't remember anything about it. I mean, you... Parents who take their kids to Disney World and the kids are under four years old, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think you're doing it more for you than you are for them. Now, my mother, Mother Jane, says, why would anybody spend that much money on someone, $4,000, to go to a loud football game? I said, well, because they have the money and they can. Susan says she spent $3,500 on her daughter's senior year to go to Italy. Great trip, amazing memories, and I think she was probably old enough to appreciate it more, I think. Thanks to Gretchen for the text saying, my nephew and his wife... Uh, want to take their under five son to Disney World. They say it's more about their experience on seeing the joy on his face over whether or not he remembers the trip. And I get that. I mean, that's the price you're going to pay for being able to make your kids happy. Maybe you're doing it because, you know, you want to do better for them, as we always do. We always hope better for our children than maybe uh, what we had as a child. That's sort of the natural cycle of things, right? I just hope, Gretchen, that your nephew 
<laughs> if they take him to the haunted mansion, remembers it more than my, my. I tried to get my daughter to go to the, the haunted man, mansion attraction, and we spent like an hour in line. She got to the front door, they opened the doors, and the first costume character came out. She's like, "Nope, I'm out of here. Bye, Felicia." The last ridiculous thing that made you cry. The last TV show or commercial. The last ridiculous TV show or commercial that made you cry that you didn't expect. I bring this up because my wife Amy and I are are plowing through Virgin River. We just finished off season three. And that's where the tears came. And I'm looking at myself, and I'm looking at, at Amy, and, and I'm like, what is what is happening? Why are my eyes leaking? This is just a, 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 I mean, if you don't know the premise of the show, it's it's a sweet little soap opera that's pretty basic, but everything is happening in this tiny little town of Virgin River. Like, it's got a population of, of 100 people. And it seems to be the biggest place on the planet because no shot is shot in the same place. So, you know, as far as coverage, it's as big as the United States. And everything you can possibly imagine has happened so far in Virgin River. My life is not that entertaining or full or exciting or eventful. None of that. But these people, and what do they do? For, what do some of them do for work? I have, I have lots of questions. Either way, I'm enjoying the show. Quality time with Amy. But last night, I start crying. I'm like, oh, get a hold of yourself. Bearing my soul, don't judge me, but yes, Virgin River was the last TV show that made me cry. You and I want you to—I want you to share one that's embarrassing. I don't want you to share like an obvious one, like The Notebook or the movie adaptation of Les Misérables. I've never seen so many people cry themselves to their vehicles as I have at the end of that movie. I want you to tell me something embarrassing, like because before Virgin River, for me, it was Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. That funeral scene at the end, oh, crushes me. Connie says Lucifer, Lucifer made her cry. This is a bad look, too, because today is U.S. Air Force Day, but in South Carolina, the Air Force has lost an $80 million F-35. The pilot had to eject, and the plane went down somewhere. They're, they're, they're so confused as to where this thing is, they're asking the public for help. I mean, it's a plane... Did it not have like a GPS tracker or or an air tag or s something like that? Because how do you lose a plane? How fast can you run? Will you escape? KJ's beat the Bobcat on KFDI. Good morning, Robert. Morning. Hey, Robert, you are in to beat the Bobcat. We'll get to that in just a second. We'll talk about you a little bit right now. You love to go catfishing. You said you caught nine keepers yesterday? Yeah, I did. Ooh, catfish fry at Robert's house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are single. You got six kids. Uh, for a job, you lay tile. Man, that is a, that is that is challenging work. You got to know what you're doing when laying tile. Yes. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was a little kid, though. Okay. All right. So you know your stuff. Yeah. All right. And your football squad for the NFL season is Green Bay. Uh, took a tough loss yesterday, but uh, they look all right with their new QB. So I don't think you got anything to worry about. Yeah, they're not doing too bad. All right, so, Robert, now let's see how you do. Beat the Bobcat. I'm going to give you a category. I'm going to yell, run. You're going to take off running as fast as you can. Give me 10 things in 20 seconds. Do it, and you get that gift card to Fuzzy's Taco Shop, okay? Sounds great. All right, here we go. Robert, in 20 seconds, give me 10 reasons to buy a greeting card. Ready? Run! Uh, my daughter's birthday, my son's birthday, my ex-ex's birthday, uh, Christmas uh, Thanksgiving, uh, a wedding, uh, birthday, and that already. Say get well. 
Oh, Robert, no. Oh, my God, Robert. Ah, it's too bad. I mean, new baby, anniversary, Easter, Mother's Day, Father... Well, you get the idea. Time for the eulogy, please, by your heads. Robert loves catfishing in his free time. And for work, he was a pro at laying tile. The bobcat laid Robert down and walked all over him. Sadly, Robert won't be catfishing for a while. To Robert. Next chance to beat the Bobcats. Tuesday morning, 8.50 on New Country 101.3 KFTI.